877-777-3717. That's Mambo's Cajun Creole Cuisine at its finest. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousse at the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Hurricane season seems a long way off, but now it's time to get ready for it. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Demand for generators is higher than ever. Don't get left in the dark. Talk to Burkhardt now about a Generac automatic standby generator. Be at the front of the line for your Generac generator this year. When the power goes out, you keep the lights on as well as your refrigerator and AC. Don't wait. Talk to Burkhardt now about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Until Eric sent you. Another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon. You can also take the show with you anywhere on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, Nash FM 106.1. 
Uh, our podcast is available on all the major podcasting platforms. Anchor is the home base, but we're on all the major podcasting platforms now. And, of course, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. We're going to be joined by Jude Young uh, of uh, CrestCitySports.com. And, of course, All Access. He'll be coming on right after me today uh, at, at 6 p.m. So stick around for that. He'll join us on, uh, on Inside New Orleans Sports. That's Thursday, live broadcast, 1 p.m. on LAE. Also live streaming on the WLAE TV YouTube page, 6 p.m. on LAE TV on Thursday night, 10 p.m. on the Deuce, uh, Friday night, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on LAE, 2 a.m. on the Deuce, and then 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television, always at ericasher.com, and always on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher, uh, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Today's program, uh, we'll have uh, Brian Lazar of TigerBait.com joining us at 435. We'll be talking a lot of LSU with our guest today. Uh, we'll talk about LSU's uh, win in the regional up in Eugene and now heading to Knoxville for a Super Regional. Uh, Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network will join us at 535 this afternoon. And, of course, we'll continue the conversation with, uh, with the Tigers. And maybe we'll fit a little Saints in there with him as well since he does cover the Saints. And the Saints are in minicamp today. We'll talk about that as we go forward. We'll talk about the situation with Paul Maneri. Uh, there's a former New Orleans City Council member. There's a convicted felon that is, wants to run for council again. We'll get into that uh, throughout the program today. So a lot to talk about. But first of all, congratulations to Paul Maneri and the LSU Tigers. Uh, just amazing. Uh, again, this past weekend, uh, fighting their way out of the losers bracket of the Eugene Regional and, and winning it all. I mean, it, difficult. I mean, first of all, you go against Jacob, one of the top pitchers in, in, in all of college baseball, on Friday night against Gonzaga. You lose to Gonzaga, and then you got to come out of that loser's bracket. And it is difficult. It is very difficult to come out of a loser's bracket and to be able to win it all uh, when you're talking about a regional. Uh, they, they went through Central Connecticut State. Then they avenged their loss to Gonzaga. And then they had to take on the number one seed in the regional, Oregon. Uh, and all we kept hearing about was Oregon's big bats and Oregon this, Oregon that. And you know what? Uh, they beat them twice in two days to move on to the Super Regional. Now they'll take on their SEC, uh, an SEC foe in Tennessee up in Knoxville. Uh, last night's winner-take-all championship was nerve-wracking. I mean, I talked about it on, uh, on social media. They went from unwatchable on Friday night, where literally, again, you're sitting there and you're waiting for some type of offense, and you didn't get anything. Was it a four-hit shutout? Uh, by by Jacob of, of Gonzaga, just you really shut down the um, the LSU lineup. To again having fans on the edge of their seats last night in in a, 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 in a late inning drama that had what five home runs, five lead changes, some clutch pitching, and then a go ahead balk in the nine to eight win over the Ducks. Just an amazing, an amazing game and an amazing weekend uh, for the Tigers. And look, plenty of heroes, right? Uh, you've got Dugas, who again led the way offensively last night with two home runs and three runs scored. Uh, by the way, he was named the regional MVP. Uh, Doty went three for four yet last night with two doubles. Bianca was two for four with a home run and two RBIs. Uh, then you started off with Hilliard, who again had, had thrown 65 pitches on Saturday but was limited to a, a predetermined one inning uh, by, uh, by Maneri. And then Helmers, who again came in and pitched well. Look, I talked about it last night on social media, and, it's, you know, it's funny. The shelf life of, of a comment on social media in the middle of a game and, again, how that goes stale very quickly. Uh, you know, having people comment this morning about something they saw that, again, happened in the middle of the night last night. But, uh, again, Maneri left himself open to be second-guessed. Uh, he had a plan going into this game last night. He was going to throw, going to throw his pitchers one inning apiece, uh, and a lot of those freshmen relieving arms uh, were going were gonna to have a chance to be able to play. Um, to me, 
when you look at Helmers and you look at Hilliard, that was a mistake. Could have stayed with those guys a little bit longer. You know, Hilliard uh, had only thrown 65 pitches on, on Saturday. He still looked like he was, he was good to go for it. I would at least let him go through the lineup once, and then if you wanted to move him out. Uh, same can be said uh, for Helmers, who came in and pitched well and, and pulled him when he looked like he was just getting into a groove. So we can second-guess Benary all we want on, again, who should have stayed on the, on the mound until, again, they, they showed signs of fatigue. But Maneri had a plan. He was going to go with his freshman relievers, again, one per inning. Uh, I just felt like it was a little too much pressure to, to throw that perfect pitch, to have that perfect inning for his pitches, and sometimes, again, not allowing his pitches to get into a groove because just because you go out there and you're going to throw out there and throw, you know, uh, an inning doesn't necessarily mean, again, you're, you're getting into the groove there. And then there's the nerve factor, the pressure of, again, uh, being in a, in a winner-take-all game. Uh, but at the, at the same time, look, it, it worked in, in the long run. Um, he went away from that per-inning plan with Landon Marceau. Um, and remember, Marceau had a one, a 101 pitches on, on Friday. He went, he went into the game in the seventh inning and was outstanding, okay, all the way until the ninth uh, when, when, they, when, when uh, they, they, struck, uh, they struck goal on Oregon getting on base, and, and then he gutted out the win. Uh, even, again, with, with uh, Fontenot in the bullpen, chomping at the bit to be able to get into the game. They had clutch hitting. Uh, and then with the exception of just a, maybe a couple of things, and I talked about this a little bit yesterday, at times you can see in the field uh, LSU loses their focus. And, you know, we saw that error by Thompson, which, again, was, was, could have been very, very critical. But for the most part, solid on, on, on the field. But so many players came through for the Tigers d- during this regional. Uh, you know, we, we, we talked a little bit about, you know, Dugas and Bianco. You can talk about Doty and Marcel. They were mentioned a little earlier, but, you know, Cruz, DiGiacomo, uh, Labus, Coleman, you know, the freshmen coming in um, and, and, and pitching uh, yesterday. Uh, I mean, you're talking about a team that was left for dead at one time this season. Look, we talked about it on the show over and over again. You know, again, just mind-blowing that they might not even make it to Hoover, okay, much less even get into a, a, a regional. Um it was a true team effort, though. you got to give the Tigers a lot of credit. It is so difficult to work your way out of a loser's bracket, okay, and, and, and to win it all. And, and then to do it in Eugene. So, again, you're traveling from Baton Rouge to Eugene. Now, again, smart move by Monero to get them there a couple days early, get them acclimated to the weather, get them to, to again, the, the time zone. Uh, but still, it's tough, man. And, and I mean, you know, that, that's a long day that they had on Sunday when you got when you got to play two games like that. Um, and, you know, then you have to, again, beat the host uh, team, the number one seed, Oregon, twice. Twice. So, a long way to travel. Um, tough to be able to get into a regional and have to come out the loser's bracket and then beat the, uh, the number one seed twice. But the Tigers did it. They did it. And looks like they may be hitting the stride at the right time of the year. Now, we're going to find out, again, um, a little bit more about this team uh, this weekend. They head up to Knoxville. Uh, it's a best-of-three Super Regional versus an SEC opponent that they've, they've played. Now, again, remember, LSU got swept by the Vols in extra innings in March. Uh, it was a series that was affected by weather. Tigers losing all three to games uh, to Tennessee then. But this is a different Tiger team, okay, than they were in March. And I'm not taking anything away from the Volunteers, okay, but uh, this is a different Tiger team, and they've got some momentum right now. They're feeling really good about themselves. So it's set for a Saturday, Sunday, Monday um, regional now, super regional. Uh, right now, tentatively, Saturday, 6 p.m., ESPN 2. Uh, Sunday will be either 
11 a.m. or 2 p.m. on ESPN2 or ESPNU. Uh, and then, if necessary, on Monday at 3 p.m. or 6 p.m., either on the Deuce or on ESPNU. So uh, it will be on one of the one of the major channels for ESPN. You're not going to go to ESPN three to be able to see these games, uh, much like you had to do with um, uh, the super with the regional in um, in uh, Eugene. But um, I'm not taking anything away from the Volunteers. I'm not. I'm just I'm looking at this LSU team right now, and I see a team that's, that's playing with a lot of confidence. Uh, this is a huge confidence booster for this team going all the way out to Eugene and doing what they needed to do. Um, the bats, which again have been Silent for, for the most part throughout the season. Uh, again, came alive. And uh, you got to feel pretty good about your pitching staff uh, based on what we saw in Eugene. Those guys are kind of getting into a little bit of a groove here. And, again, health-wise, it looks like they're getting a little bit healthy. So if LSU can win this Super Regional in Knoxville, uh, it, it's on to a, 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 the College World Series. Uh, and uh, that would be a nice end uh, to the Maneri era uh, in Baton Rouge. Uh, nail-binding game last night, but I'm telling you right now, it feels so good to be able to watch LSU in postseason play like, again, we've all become so accustomed to here in Louisiana. I mean, it's almost a rite of passage from, from spring to summer uh, when you have LSU uh, moving up, in, again, from a regional to a super regional and then ultimately to a college World Series. A little different this year, though, having to have to do this all on the road. And, that, that, again, that tells you a lot about uh, this team. This is a young team, too. Uh, again, uh, people forget, even, even myself at times, I forget how young this team is. But at the same time, give them a lot of credit. Give Maneri a lot of credit. Again, look, uh, I, I think we can continue to second-guess him on, again, how he wanted to handle his pitching staff last night. Uh, he ultimately won, won, won the game. That's all that counts. Uh, but uh, I know there were a lot of people pulling their hair out last night. Uh, you know, when he pulled Hilliard early and then he pulls Helmers, when Helmers get into a little bit of a groove, some, some are thinking, again, Marceau's got to get pulled. You got to go with Fontenot, who's ready to go. He ended up staying with, 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 with his gut there. And, uh, of course, the bats delivered as well. Congratulations to the LSU Tigers uh, winning the uh, Eugene Regional and now heading on to Knoxville for the Super Regional and hopefully on to the uh, to Omaha for the College World Series. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Remember, we'll talk a lot of Tigers with our uh, guest today. Uh, we're going to be joined by Brian Lazar, senior writer for Tiger Bait. He will join us at 435 this afternoon for those that are just tuning in. And then... Uh, Glenn Gilbo will make his weekly visit with us today. It'll be 535. He's from USA Today Network. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Boy, is it hot outside, huh? I'm telling you right now, uh, get yourself ready because, you know, we're in the dog days of summer. Only time you get any cool any, any cool um, uh, breeze around here will maybe be, uh, well, again, uh, during a, a cooling rain. And then here comes the humidity right after that. Look, it, it's all about tune-ups, right? Making sure that your system will make it through uh, the hot days of, again, New Orleans summer. In one year, your heating and air conditioning system can run for as many as 2,000 hours. You get an annual precision tune-up, it'll help expend the, extend the life of your system. Also, it helps because, again, you're identifying and preventing problems from small repairs that, that can turn into major breakdowns. You get to them early. Again, it helps optimize the efficiency of your system uh, and also, again, it means saving with your energy bills. You get that annual tune-up. It's going to maintain your, your, your system warranty. And, look, these warranties now require routine maintenance. They're all computerized. Everything, there, there's, a, there's a record of when you get getting your um, air conditioning system and your heating system uh, serviced. So 
call my friends at Burkhart. Let them go through that multi-point inspection uh, that is, that is uh, performed by Nate certified technicians who are only doing the work that's necessary. Make sure that AC is going to run efficiently and, again, cool your home or your business throughout the hot summer months. Call Burkhart. Go to acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. This report is sponsored by SmartMouth, the only 24-hour mouthwash with twice daily use. Stay fresh out there with SmartMouth Mouthwash, the only mouthwash that provides 24 hours of fresh breath with twice daily use. So whatever the day may bring, you can stay sunny with a side of fresh. Grab a bottle today. Available wherever mouthwash is sold or visit SmartMouth.com. Look out for delays that are heavy on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Also look out for delays on 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to Canal on the 610 on the eastbound side look out for backups from st bernard to the 10610 merge also look out for delays if you're traveling along the west bank expressway and the crescent city connection eastbound coming into the city from stumpf boulevard to the o'keefe howard avenue exit i'm ed robinson On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at bienvenueharahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff and all the sports you can handle if you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system you want someone who will be there to help right away take it from me eric asher when it comes to repair there's no one i trust more than my friends at burkhardt air conditioning and heating burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system and you can call them anytime the team has years of experience and they know how to get you up and running fast so when you need help with your ac or heating system you want someone who will be there right away visit burkhardt at acpromise.com acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Grace Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all the employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504 504- Three seven three five seven three three. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thanks so much for being there. Brian Lazar of Tiger Bait will join us at 435 after our next break. 
uh, in the second hour will be Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network. He'll join us at 535. More, more bad news today here in the city. Uh, just another violent morning. Uh, 60-year-old therapist uh, killed outside of her um, 7th Ward home, stabbed to death in, in, in a carjacking. Uh, Portilla Pollock, uh, 60 years old, was stabbed to death in, a che- in, in the chest by a man that drove off in her car in the 1500 block of North Durgenois this morning at about a 730. Uh, and... Uh, she was brought to the hospital and then subsequently died from her wounds. Uh, just fr- You cannot walk out of your home, okay, to get in your car to go to work without having your head on a swivel. And I keep seeing it every single night in this town. Uh, when you start talking about the news reports, uh, investigative reports, uh, talking to, again, criminologists about what's going on in the city, but there's no answer from those, again, that, that, that again, that have the ability to make change. And, and those are the one so-called leaders in this town. Look, I understand, and we know, and this has been going on for a long time. This is a post-Katrina thing that has never really turned around, uh, again, through the Nagin, Landrew, and now the uh, Cantrell administration, uh, with, again, the lack of police officers on the street, and it's getting worse because more and more people are choosing not to get involved in law enforcement, uh, you know, because of, again, the times we live in. And uh, you're looking at a situation now we just don't have enough cops to be able to cover the city. And the criminals know it. The criminals know it. You throw in, again, what's going on in Tulane and Broad with a revolving door there, individuals that, again, that are out against uh, uh, as soon as, almost as quickly as, again, they, they commit a crime. And then a district attorney's office that, again, is wishy-washy on crime. So, Man, just tough, tough times here in New Orleans right now. And again, it just crushes you when you open up the when you, when you open up the uh, uh, the laptop and you check out the uh, the news of the day, or again you're getting the, you're getting the updates, or you check out the news at night and you see again uh, from children to, to again to, to again people of all ages in this town that are victims of crime, and it just never stops, never stops. And there's nobody has an answer here. Nobody has an answer, long term or short term. There are no answers. And that's the frustrating thing about all of it. Saints are uh, in a three-day minicamp right now. Uh, It started today. Peyton met with the media today and and said, look, he's very comfortable with not having any on-the-field work despite losing so many core veterans, including Drew Brees, this offseason. He said the focus of of the minicamp is simply this. They're going to be in the classroom working on, on, on again, what they need to do in terms of, again, the the scheme and the schematics and, and, and the plan. Uh, they're going to be in the weight room working on their bodies, and they're going to be working on the fundamentals of each position. Um, Larry Holder, the athletic, asked a question about, again, the quarterback competition and the quote-unquote holes on the roster. And uh, Peyton says, look, he likes his team. He, didn't see, he doesn't see the holes on the roster that, again, others see. And he said that the quarterbacks are working with the receivers. Look, I said this yesterday. You can only do so much in the classroom. And this is not the Saints uh, of the past few years where you've got a veteran group that has been with the team for years, there are legit holes and unknowns on this roster. Now, man, look, he's there. He sees it every day. All we can do is, again, pontificate from afar, right? But you got to figure you got two quarterbacks need work, okay? Both guys have got to get on the field. They need work to be able to find out who's ultimately going to be your starter. There's a true quarterback competition here. Uh, you got wide receivers that are young and unproven, like I talked about yesterday. Same thing with the tight end position, young and unproven. Uh, is Ruiz and McCoy going to flip positions? They're not. You know what? Your offensive line is pretty much set. You got to get your uh, your backups in, in, in really really kind of in tune what's going on here. And then on the defensive side, again, Drake Kilpatrick is in town right now, but are you going to sign him? Uh, is he going to do the veteran minimum? I mean, can you get something better on the trade market? Do you need at least two and not one veteran corner coming in here? I mean, look, uh, they have some depth, 
But is it is it again quality depth when I'm talking about stars? And that's a that's a legitimate question. You know, can can you throw Patrick Robinson in there, um, and 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 hope that he again can hold up for six, seven, eight games if necessary? P. Rob, can you do that with P. Robs if, if necessary? Right now, again, they haven't proven they can do that over time. Nose tackle, it's young there. You got guys again with one or two years experience. So I mean, and then. We still don't know who's going to be the defensive end opposite uh, Cam Jordan. What's going to happen with the linebacker position? I mean, are we going to have, uh, you know, uh, are they going to get a veteran that's going to come in or are we going to try to go with a, with a rookie or an unproven second-year player uh, next to Demario Davis? Legitimate questions. And then I threw this in yesterday, and I think this is, this is, a, this is, I think this is a fair evaluation. Look, it's not the NFL or the old where – you know, you could you could get you could get into camp and, and you're hitting and you're hardening your body and you're getting ready for the season. There are limitations on hitting now. Limitations on hitting in, in minicamp. Are you kidding me? It's really shells and t-shirts and shorts. I mean, it's nothing much more, more to that. But at least you're on the field and, and again you're working on the plays. You only got three preseason games now. So you got three preseason games now to get to, to figure out who's going to be your quarterback, to figure out who's going to be your backups, and in a lot of cases, again, figure out who's going to be starters at those positions where, again, that's up in the air. In the past, you hadn't had to worry about that. You had four preseason games, and you sat the vets out the last game. How many games, again, do the veterans play now in, in a three-game preseason? Now, I think this game, I think when you, think, when you look at this team right now, and, and I think it's still a very, very good team, I think you look at it and you say this team needs every uh, every on-the-field snap they can get. And I know Peyton is comfortable with it, and I'm glad he is. Just from my, my standpoint, from the outside looking in, and, and a lot of other people, it's a risky move by Peyton here. Um, now, again, maybe this is, has to do with the NFL, NFL Players Association. And, again, pushing for, again, uh, not, not allowing on-the-field workouts because of um, – uh, during OTAs because of uh, the uh, – uh, pandemic, and also because of the 17th game this year. Uh, maybe that's it. And maybe, uh, again, there's a, there was a deal worked out between the Saints players and the, and the coaches that, look, we'll have you here for OTAs. 87% have showed up. Only nine players have not shown up for, for the OTAs when that was not even mandatory. Okay? But yet they're in the building. But you know what? For the Saints, they've been in the building every year since, since Peyton's been here. The tone was set by, by uh, Drew Brees when he came here. And, again, almost 100% participation in every, every OTA. You know, I mean, it's, it's been like that. Some guys practice on their own, maybe on other parts of the country, but the majority of the players are here. So we'll see how it plays out. Um, you know, just the on-the-field work. Some, some could say, again, look, and look, I've said it before. It's shells and shorts and T-shirts. Uh, you know, you're running around basically uh, in, in, in your underwear, okay, out there. But at the same time, when you need a team to do time on task like this team is going to need with all the changes they've had, man, you sure would like to see him on the field a bit. Sean Payton's been doing it for 15 years here. Sean Payton, again, has to read his team. Hopefully he's got the right read this time around. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. We're going to be joined by Brian Lazar of TigerBait.com. We're going to talk about LSU. Uh, well, again, the um, miraculous move through the uh, – uh, through the Eugene Regional and now on to the Super Regionals. Uh, man, it sounds so good. On to the Super Regionals at Tennessee. Uh, 
Congratulations to the Tigers. We'll talk about that next. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire. Family owned and operated since 1972. Look, they're your one-stop uh, shop for quality of repairs and the best deals on tire. Doesn't matter what's your personal vehicle or if you're in charge of a fleet account for your company. At Southern Tire, I can promise you this, they'll treat your vehicle like their own. If your vehicle's out of warranty and you're looking for a shop you can trust, it's Southern Tire. They got all the latest diagnostic equipment the dealerships do and the same ASE certified technicians the dealerships have. But you're not getting the dealership prices when it comes to repairing your vehicle. Want a company you can trust? It's Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 737-1558 is the phone number. That's 504-737-1558. You know what's easier? Go to southerntire.com. Check out all the service they provide for their customers. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Katie's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or delivery NOLA. Our wait staff will deliver to your door anywhere. Check out our world-famous menu at katiesinmidcity.com and then call now at 504-488-6582 and place your order. Curbside services at Katie's at 3701 Iberville. Gift cards are available. Keep our staff employed. Order now at 488-6582. That's Katie's, 488-6582. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner or heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign just says, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Hi, this is Jack Rizzuto, inviting you to our all-new delicious pizzeria in Gretna on the West Bank. At Rizzuto's Pizzeria, you'll enjoy incredible Neapolitan-style pizza and delicious family recipes that have been in our family for years, like our delicious meatballs. Our restaurant offers both dine-in and take-out and features a family-friendly atmosphere. Plus, you'll love our specials, like our wine Wednesday and steaks on Thursday. For the best pizza on the West Bank, it's Rizzuto's Pizzeria, 2020 Bell Chase Highway in Gretna. 
Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Uh, Ten. There it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. This is a legit product. The key ingredient is testophen, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text LEAP to 321-321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Nugenics samples are not available in stores, so text LEAP to 321-321 right now. Text L-E-A-P to 321-321. That's LEAP to 321-321. Welcome back to Inside the Walls. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thanks so much for being there. Whether you're listening over the airwaves on 106.1 FM, the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or again, you're checking us out later on this evening on uh, on our uh, on our uh, podcast, which is on all the major podcasting platforms. Thanks so much for uh, for being there. Uh, joining us on the program now, senior writer for TigerBait.com, Brian Lazar is with us. Brian, how are you? Good, Eric. How you doing? Doing great, my friend. So good to have you back on the program. Uh, I wish our schedules were, were better uh, in sync because I surely would have you on more because I love what you do. Uh, you're writing, and, and again, you're uh, you're uh, your synopsis on what's happening with LSU on TigerBait.com. Before we get started, tell us about the great site. www.TigerBait.com. Uh, everything about LSU sports. And, you know, we're in camp season now. LSU had some camps over the last few days. And if you get on the site, Mike Scarborough did an absolutely spectacular job detailing everything about all these camps. And then, uh, of course, obviously, there's plenty of coverage of uh, LSU baseball as it uh, had its excellent run uh, through the losers bracket in the uh, regional at, at Oregon last weekend. Just amazing, absolutely amazing, Brian. When you when you start when LSU started this season, and you were looking at this from a preseason standpoint, and then again as they went through the ebbs and flow of the season, did you think they would be able to do what they did this past weekend in Eugene? Uh not really. I, I thought before the season started, I thought that this was an LSU team that uh, at best would uh, get into a regional, but, uh, you know, would on the road, not good enough to host a regional, probably good enough to, to, to get into a road regional. As the season progressed, as this team started the SEC, I began to think, no, I don't even know if this team can do that. And, uh, they did just enough to get into the uh, NCAA tournament. And then last weekend, you know, I just worked on a piece just now. Look, you saw that LSU baseball magic pop up again. And you had uh, a proud group of players doing what they had to do uh, to win a regional. And if you look at, you know, yeah, I know the freshmen were great. You had the two freshman pitching performances from Javon Coleman and Garrett Edwards. Obviously, Dylan Cruz and Trey Morgan had big regionals. But the older players really stepped up, whether it was the tournament MVP, MVP Gavin Dugas with three home runs the last two games, Drew Bianco with the two-run homer last night and some excellent defensive plays in center field, 
uh, Giovanni DiGiacomo before he went out with the hamstring injury with the walk-off single against Central Connecticut State. Then Kay Beloso, who didn't get a hit in the tournament, but last night he comes up there and puts the ball in play against a tough left-handed closer to drive in the uh, the tying run late in the game. And then the pitchers, you know, A.J. Labus, eight good innings. Landon Marceau, two-plus innings in relief last night after uh, after throwing six innings on Friday. Uh, Devin Fontenot with a win and a save. And then Mikhail Hilliard and Trent Wittmeyer did the, the roles of uh, openers with both of them having clean innings and in the uh, clean first innings in the two games against Oregon. So, you look, you look at these older guys, and that's, you know, why did LSU struggle this year? Well, because they're older guys, and let's face it, didn't have good years and weren't that good. Well, that wasn't the case when LSU put together this four-game winning streak over the weekend. That's why uh, LSU's now heading to Knoxville. I guess it's a little bit early for this question, but I'll ask anyway. Is it sustainable in your mind? Well, you don't know. I mean, how high? Look, two years ago, uh, in his last year at Florida State, Mike Martin won a regional and came to Baton Rouge and, and won two straight games and eliminated the Tigers in the Super Regional. So, you know, I wrote that uh, that's what Paul Maneri hoped to do uh, once he knew that LSU had a bid. Let's see if I can do the same thing that, that uh, Mike Martin did in his last year at Florida State to find a way to get to Omaha. Well, they're halfway there. They won the regional at Oregon, and now they have to go to to Tennessee and beat the Vols two out of three. In the evolution of this team that you've seen all year long, um, what is the strength of this team now going into the Super Regional against Tennessee? Uh, look, they have different guys that can provide some top in the lineup, whether it's Dugas or Kay Doty or Cruz or uh, Trey Morgan. Or, or, or Drew Bianco, all of those guys are capable of hitting home runs. Zach Arnold can throw them in there, so that's one thing they can always they can hit the long ball. Their uh, their pitching, you know, look uh, where you, those two relief outings from Javen Coleman and, and Garrett Edwards that you got. Mm-hmm. I mean, Edwards we've seen it a little bit. Coleman we haven't. Uh, will we see that again next weekend? I don't know. You know, uh, look. I'll say this. If LSU is going to win the regional at Tennessee, it's going to have to get three, two, three, however many games it play, good starts. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how LSU goes, whether or not they'll throw Marceau in the first game since he, you know, threw the the six innings Friday and the two innings Monday. At least the regional doesn't start, the super regional doesn't start till Saturday. So you could still. Uh, hold, you know, he, he still should have plenty enough rest to go on that Saturday, but maybe Paul Maneri holds him till Sunday. But look, let's just say LSU plays a three-game series with the Vols. Uh, Marceau, Labus, and Hilliard, they're going to have to give LSU good starts. I mean, I, you don't look at, you don't expect freshmen like Edwards and and uh, and Coleman to come out of the bullpen again to give five, six inning performances like that. So I think the first thing, LSU needs to get good starting pitching uh, in the series, and, you know, hopefully that they're able to swing the bats okay and score some runs. When, uh, when you look at the Tigers in the field, uh, again, uh, give us your thoughts, again, how they've looked through the season. For those that didn't see a lot of the, a lot of LSU baseball through the season, and then how they you thought they looked during this, this regional. 
it's it, 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 you got to hold your breath a little bit. You know, the left side of the infield, you know, both K. Doty at third and Jordan Thompson at shortstop. They made errors last night, uh, which preceded Oregon scoring runs. Uh, second base has been a problem all year. Uh, the outfield play, you know, uh, as I said, Bianco made some nice catches last night. Dugas has you know, he's misplayed some balls. Cruz has has made some good plays and then has also has had some bad plays. So this is not a great defensive team. You know, they've, they've, you just hold, have to hold your breath. Probably the best thing about them defensively is is the catcher Drew Malazzo, Alex Malazzo, who can really throw from behind the plate. He's 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 probably and of course Morgan at first base. Yeah, Trey Morgan. Yeah, is very good defensively. But Morgan and Malazzo are the two sharp guys defensively, and everything else you sort of got to hold your breath. Look, they went through the losers bracket, and they were able to get at least pull some depth out of that pitching staff. Uh, is that an anomaly in your mind, or is that something that can continue into the supers? Uh, well, you know, Edwards has had some good outings this year. Coleman, very few. So those were the two guys that really did the job. Helmers last night, Will Helmers gave him two good innings in relief, and he's been hot and cold. You know, when you're dealing with freshmen who have been in the bullpen all year, and, and what they've been, you know, two out of every three outings has been pretty good. So, or maybe some for someone, maybe one out of every three. So you don't know, you know, you don't know. Every every day is different, and you know, you hope this. The older pitchers, the older pitchers, the three older starters, uh, the three starters are all old guys: Marceau, uh, Labus, and Hilliard. And then you have Fontenot, who's a veteran guy in the bullpen, and Trent Bittmeyer, who's a veteran guy out of the bullpen. So I would say you. If they, if you could get outings from the freshmen, like they got in the region, left would be Lanyap. I'm worried about what those five older guys do when they got out out there, because I think those five guys have to do the job. I second guessed Benary a little bit last night. Again, I, I knew what his plan was to try to go with anything with his pitchers. I thought he could have went with Hillard for Hilliard for a little longer and Helmers for a little longer. He would stay with Marceau. And again, when Fontenot was was in the bullpen, but it all worked out. When you were sitting there watching this unfold, what were your thoughts? Uh, well, obviously the plan was they were going to use an opener in the two games against Oregon. It was Vittmeyer on Sunday night. And it was Hilliard last night. Now, the idea of the opener is let's get a guy out there who's going to give us a good first inning where we don't have to worry about nerves or giving up a run. And we're confident that this guy's going to give us one inning. And they got that from the two veterans. Now, how much could Hilliard have given them last night? He had worked four innings just on Saturday. So I don't know how much you could have gotten out of him last night. So that's why I, it doesn't surprise me that he was lifted after one inning. Uh, Helmers gave him two good innings, but I think that's how Minari looked at it. Well, man, Helmers gave us two good innings in the fifth mm-hmm. and the sixth. Now let's let's go with my plan. My plan is uh, Edwards. I got to take care of the seventh, eighth, and ninth. I got Edwards, I got Marceau, and I got Fonta. Right. So I got my two innings off out of Helmers. Let's not gamble anymore because I guarantee you this year, you know, Helmers hasn't given them uh, three straight scoreless innings in a, you know, he he hasn't pitched in, in critical games. He was mostly a midweek pitcher. 
but he didn't right. throw much in the SEC. So if I got two shutout innings out of him, I'm going to be happy. And now I'm going to go to my guys who I have done it for me. So I really don't I – can, I can understand that those moves that Paul made last night. I know you heard the announcers, Ben McDonald and, and, and the uh, and the and the play-by-play guy last night talking a lot about over the weekend um, uh, about uh, moving uh, Dylan Cruz in, into the leadoff spot. How big was that for a guy that's watched every every single uh, pitch uh, for this team this year? Well, I mean, you know, he didn't have a good night last night, but the other three games he was very good in the tournament. I think he was like he had ten hits in the first four games. So, uh, you know. Uh, and I'm saying in the first four games, that was after they moved him out of the, the moved him in the leadoff spot after the first mm-hmm. game. So yeah, yes. I mean he's uh, look LSU's offensive lineup. You know it's it's been they've had to juggle things up all year. You know it's not uh, just because they they've not had that much consistency. I mean I think Cruz and Morgan have been the most consistent players, and I think that's why that Paul tries to get those two guys up there to top three spots in the lineup more than, mm-hmm. more than anybody. Uh, Brian Lazar, single writer, uh, senior writer for uh, TigerBait.com, is our guest. Let's, let's shift our, our focus now to Tennessee. Uh, it was um, affected by weather in the, in, the, in the series that they played against the ten- Tennessee uh, this year up in Knoxville. Talk about what you saw in that um, in that uh, series and your uh, forecast for the upcoming series uh, between the Vols and the Tigers. Well, I, I think that's the series that made Tennessee. You know, the second weekend of the year, uh, and Tennessee came and, you know, won three close games. The first game was a pitcher's duel on Friday night, and Tennessee had the lead for most of the game and won. But then on the Saturday game, got rained out, and they had to pick it up on Sunday, and that's when LSU lost, blew a lead, and uh, blew a lead late in the game, and Tennessee wins on a walk-off. And then the regularly scheduled game was another game that Tennessee was tied, and Tennessee walked that one off. Uh, now Tennessee has been a good team all year, and that's what they have done all year. They've won plenty of games in their last at bats, plenty of walk-off victories. They've won close games, which means they're a good team. Uh, they, uh, it's, they, I would say, you know, uh, I mean, there's no doubt that Arkansas has been the most consistent team in the SEC this year. And then Tennessee mm-hmm. and Vanderbilt are probably right there. They're pretty close. Now look, Vanderbilt went to Tennessee and won two out of three games. So it's not like, uh, Arkansas went to, to Tennessee and won two of three games. And like I said, LSU played three close games there. I, I, I bet this. I'm sure Tennessee wishes that they had Oregon coming into Knoxville this weekend instead of LSU. Yeah. Uh, I really think that. But, uh, look, LSU's got to play very, very well. If I'll say this. If both teams play their, you know, play their best this weekend, Tennessee would probably win the series. So LSU's got to do what it did, do what it did in these last four victories in, in Oregon and, uh, you know, hope maybe that they, uh, you know, Tennessee makes a mistake here and there. For those that haven't seen Tennessee this year, the strength of their club? Uh, lineup is good all the way through the order. You know, no no one great hitter, but their lineup's deep all the way. And the same thing, their pitching staff. Their number one starter, Chad Dallas, doesn't have great numbers. Their bullpen is good. Uh, Tony Vitello, and it's, I believe this is his fourth year there now, he's built the program up, and he's got a pretty deep roster. And uh, it's an older team, 
And uh, look, they have not been in it. This is the first time, you know, the Super Regional format began in 1999. This is the first time Tennessee's ever hosted a Super Regional. So the pressure's on them. You know, when LSU usually plays in Super Regionals, the pressure's on LSU. Yes. There's no pressure on LSU this weekend. I mean, other than their fans who expect to think they should be in Omaha every year. But sure. uh, there is far more pressure on, on Tennessee this weekend than there is on LSU. How about the Maneri retirement factor? How do you think that plays with this team? Well, I mean, you saw it this weekend. I think the, the players are, are doing you know. There's never been a stretch this year where you say, oh, man, this LSU team is quitting on, on Paul. Right. I don't think it's ever sure. happened. They may, have been, they may have been part of a game or something like that where they look bad, but they haven't done that all year. And uh, – so I think it can only be a plus for LSU this weekend. Brian, always appreciate your time, my friend. Love what you do for, for Tiger Bait. Tell the folks about uh, the site, how folks can um, uh, can subscribe, and uh, how folks can follow you on social media. Go to www.tigerbait.com. Check everything out and subscribe to the site. And I can be followed on uh, Twitter at D-L-D-O-R-E at D-L-D-O-R. Thank you, my friend. Really appreciate the time today. Okay, talk to you later, Eric. Thank you. At uh, Brian Lazar. That's a great job. Just a great job uh, for, uh, for Tiger Bait. All right, uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If your air conditioning breaks down, especially in the dog days of summer, you need a company that's going to get to you quickly. Fifteen trucks in the field strategically set up all over the metropolitan area. They get to you quickly. 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. That means you don't have to sit home in a hot house waiting on them all day long. you got errands to run. you got things to do. You go do it. They'll call you 30 minutes out. That way you'd have a chance to be able to get home uh, and, of course, meet the uh, AC technician. When you meet that technician, Nate certified technician. Highest certification in the industry. And, of course, at Burkhart, only doing the work that's necessary. You're not going to gouge. You're not going to cheat you. are not going to be going to try to sell you something that's not necessary. Uh, they want your return business. They want you telling your friends and family how you were treated. And, of course, taking care of, 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 of it right, getting it done right the first time, right? Nothing worse than, again, having the AC guy come out, call him, and then, of course, it breaks down on you two, three days later, you got to call him back again. It's not what Burkhardt does. Again, attention to detail, uh, treating your home like their home. I want a company you can trust. It's Burkhardt since 1989. Again, serving the entire metropolitan New Orleans area. Uh, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon restaurant so good eric asked you with my good friend mike delahousie at the tiktok cafe mike i was craving the best breakfast in town thank you eric yeah but they were closed so i'm back here at the tiktok cafe instead you know that's not nice come on man you know we aim to please you gotta get a better aim pal stop you know we never close huh well neither does the morgue so what's your point ah you're unbelievable you know you gotta admit we've got the best prices in town gluten free uh, i think you're missing the point bud the TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. 
Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or Dave me at insagency.com. Hurricane season seems a long way off, but now it's time to get ready for it. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Demand for generators is higher than ever. Don't get left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac automatic standby generator. Be at the front of the line for your Generac generator this year. When the power goes out, you keep the lights on as well as your refrigerator and AC. Don't wait. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell America sent you. At Simple Mobile, you get the no contract advantage. Unlimited talk and text plus 5 gigabytes of high-speed data for $30 a month. $30 a month on a nationwide 5G network and no contract. That's our best deal ever. Shop now at simplemobile.com. Simple Mobile, out with the old, in with the simple. Compatible 5G-capable device and SIM required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. 5G network not available in all areas. 5G upload speeds not yet available. Plus taxes and fees. One month equals 30 days. Terms at simplemobile.com. For the ones who know that a little late is always too late. And that the clock doesn't stop just because you're missing a part. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry. And our KeepStock inventory management solutions help ensure you have the right stuff in the right place at exactly the right time. Visit Granger.com slash KeepStock to learn more. Granger for the ones who get it done. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Uh, Ted, there it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. This is a legit product. The key ingredient is Testofen, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves yeah nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance man i need to get a complimentary bottle of nugenics no problem you just got to send them a text text leap to 321-321 right now for your complimentary bottle of nugenics the number one selling free testosterone booster at gnc nugenics samples are not available in stores so text leap to 321-321 right now text l-e-a-p to 321-321 that's leap to 321 Three, two, one. Hey, don't forget about my friend Dave Miet over at Dave Miet Insurance. If you're a contractor, professional business property owner, maybe you're looking for general liability, professional liability, builder's risk, workman's comp, commercial property, automobile coverage, for both commercial and business customers, think Dave Miet Insurance. First of all, accessible. You're going to answer the phone. Nothing worse than, again, you need an insurance certificate to start a job and you can't find your insurance agent anywhere. Oh, it's, it's on the fax or it's coming via email. Come on. Okay, Dave will answer the phone and we'll take care of you. Then he's going to go through 50 companies to get the best coverage for the best price for you, the customer. Going to be there before and after the sale. Uh, want uh, somebody, again, that's an expert when it comes to insurance? It's Dave Miet. D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-Z.com. You can call him directly at 504-556-0809. You can set up an appointment at his uh, office uh, on Veterans Neck to Showgun and go through your insurance if necessary. If you want to save when it comes to insurance, call Dave. At Dave Mead Insurance, 556-0809. All right. I um, want to thank um, 
Uh, Brian Lazar for joining us on the program. Uh, Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network will join us at 535 uh, in the next hour. We'll also talk a little bit about the Saints. We'll continue the conversation about the LSU Tigers. We'll talk about a former New Orleans City Council member that was convicted of bribery that would like to also would like to serve on the council once again. We'll get into that in the second hour. All that coming up here on Inside New Orleans uh, in hour number two. Uh, again, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. I'm going to be joined by Jude Young of CrestedSports.com and right here at 106.1 All Access. Matter of fact, he'll be on right after this program this evening. So he joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Thanks for listening to Hour Number 1. Uh, if you missed any of it, you can check us out on our podcast on all the major podcasting platforms. That'll be up shortly after the program today. Hour Number 2 coming up. Stick around, won't you? But it been a wrong time. My head is in a bad place. Who has such a good time? I've been running trying to keep hung up in my mind. At Old New Orleans Country. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you.
here's our man, Eric Asher. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. And we're going to bring some truth to you in this second half, in this uh, second hour. Uh, in the second half of today's program, we're going to be joined by Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network. Of course, you listen to us on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Remember, if, you are, uh, if you're out the car, again, you're out the, out the uh, vast signal of 106.1, you can always uh, check us out on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, and Nash FM 106.1, and also ericasher.com. Uh, also, our podcast available on all the major podcasting platforms. Anchors our home base. Usually put up about 20 minutes or so after the show ends, so you can check it out there at your leisure. And you go back on, on, on previous shows if you're on the Anchor app. Uh, that'll, they, they're, uh, that's our library of shows there. And, of course, you can go way, way back uh, if you want to go to the iHeartRadio app. Uh, they've got, uh, again, um, uh, a full bank of shows going back to uh, previous stations uh, as well. Uh, this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, Jude Young's going to join me. He will actually join you this afternoon uh, at 6 p.m. right here on All Access on 106.1. Uh, but he'll be joining me on Thursday on the, on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. So make sure you check us out Thursday, 1 p.m., LAE, 6 p.m. on WLAE TV 2 and 10 p.m. on The Deuce. Also live streaming on WLAE TV um, YouTube page at 1 p.m. on Thursday. And then Friday, 9 p.m. on Pelican, 10 p.m. on LAE, Saturday morning, 2 a.m. on The Deuce, and then 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. I want to thank Brian Lazar for joining us in hour number one. As mentioned, Glenn Gilbo will join us at 535. Congratulations to the LSU Tigers and Paul Maneri. Uh, fighting their way through the loser's bracket up in Eugene, Oregon, beating, again, the number one seed, Oregon, twice, beating Gonzaga twice, uh, and, of course, uh, uh, winning that regional. Now it's on to Tennessee uh, for the Super Regional. And, uh, of course, a lot, so just so many heroes. I mean, I talked about it in the first hour uh, as I went through with my monologue. So many guys that stepped up for this team o- over that three-day period uh, to bring the Tigers to victory. And, of course, now they got a chance to be able to uh, go up against an SEC opponent uh, that beat them in early in the season in Tennessee up in, up in uh, Knoxville. Uh, the way the Super Regional is going to lay out is uh, uh, it's a Saturday, Sunday, Monday uh, Super Regional. So Saturday at 6 on ESPN2. Sunday will be either 11 a.m. or 2 p.m. on the Deuce or ESPNU. If necessary, on Monday it'll be uh, 3 or 6 p.m. on the Deuce or the U. Uh, first, I'm, uh, first of all, I'm, I'm hoping for uh, a, two, a two and barbecue uh, for the Tennessee Volunteers, so they're gone, and, and the LSU goes to the College World Series. But if, if I, if I got to go, they got to go to game three, I'm praying for a 6 p.m. start, not a 3 p.m. start, because I'll be on the radio. Uh, but with that said, uh, congratulations. Remember, again, they got swept by the falls uh, uh, in March. So, uh, uh, again, we had Brian Lazar, who broke it down just fantastic uh, for us in the first hour. Uh, when it comes to uh, uh, the Tennessee Volunteers and also LSU. Uh, Three-day minicamp, mandatory for all players, is going on at the uh, facility on airline for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Peyton met with the media today, said he's very comfortable not having on-the-field on the work, despite losing so many core veterans, uh, and uh, is very, very happy, happy with the way that, again, this is playing out with his team. Said the team is going to focus on classroom, 
the weight room, and then the fundamentals of each position. Larry Holder did ask the question that we asked on this program yesterday about the quarterback competition and the holes on the roster. And Peyton said he likes his team. And, and he doesn't see the holes that others see. And that the quarterbacks are working with the receivers, so he doesn't see an issue there. Uh, again, the Saints have 87%, particip- 87% participation in their OTAs. Only nine players have been missing. You have 100% participation because of mandatory minicamp. We'll see how it kind of plays out. I'm right, going to take an early break because when we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about a former New Orleans City Council member uh, who was convicted of bribery who would like to now be, again, a, a, on the City Council once again. We'll get into that. And then we'll have Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network join us on the program. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. You're in the market for a generator, you got to get in line. Burkhardt is the experts when it comes to generator sales and service. Uh, but you got to get your name in. you got to get in, get in line here because generator sales are hot. They've been hot all year long. People were fed up last year with, again, the multiple hurricanes and tropical events that we had and losing power. I know I'm one of them. I'm in line right now waiting on mine. So I'm telling you right now, folks, if you're looking for a generator, Burkhart can do that for you. First of all, financing available generators. Uh, after they sit down with you, your consultation, you set the date, uh, they'll do a single-day install for you. Uh, at Burkhart, again, when it comes to generator sales and service, they're also there to service your generator 24-7, 365. they got emergency service for you. If you've utilized your generator over 100 hours during the last storm season, man, look. Uh, have Burkhart come out and service it for you. You've got to have a, a, a authorized technician service that for you. Burkhart can do that for you as well. I mentioned financing, but also, again, uh, the new install quality check after one month, making sure you're comfortable with the generator, and, of course, everything's working perfectly. Uh, at Burkhart, they got you, uh, the customer, in mind, especially when it comes to, uh, to, again, all their services. If you're looking for generators, generator sales and service, think Burkhart, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Nash Icon is giving Dad a day out. Celebrate Dad every day while you work. Get the Daily Dad code word and text it to 68255. You'll get in to win Dad a new pierogue from Kysik. Plus, Nash will pack it full with $500 worth of gear for your perfect day out. Listen each day while you work or online at NashFM1061.com and give your dad a day out this spring from New Orleans country. 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by SmartMouth, the only 24-hour mouthwash with twice daily use. There's nothing that'll scare your hot date away faster than bad breath. Luckily, SmartMouth mouthwash has got your back for 24 full hours with two rinses a day. SmartMouth is available anywhere mouthwash is sold, so pick up a bottle today or visit SmartMouth.com to learn more. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at bienvenueharahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 305- 
888-888-4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hurricane season seems a long way off, but now it's time to get ready for it. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Demand for generators is higher than ever. Don't get left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac automatic standby generator. Be at the front of the line for your Generac generator this year. When the power goes out, you keep the lights on as well as your refrigerator and AC. Don't wait. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Until America sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. At Progressive, we're making things even easier. We'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Back to Inside New Orleans, I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thanks so much for joining us. Certainly appreciate it. Don't forget, if you miss any of this program, you can catch our podcast on the Anchor uh, app uh, and all the major podcasting platforms. Let me, let me preface this by saying um, I have no issue personally with Oliver Thomas. Uh, I got to know Oliver. Again, uh, I, I met Oliver a long time before I even got back into radio, uh, playing basketball in the men's basketball leagues here in the city. He was a basketball guy like myself. So, again, I played against him multiple times. Uh, always thought the world of him. Uh, and, uh, again, as a, uh, as a politician and a, and a council member, even during that time, I thought he was one of the good guys. And had him on my show many, many times uh, in, the, in the aftermath of Katrina. Uh, and, uh, again, thought this guy was going to be the next mayor of New Orleans, thought he had everything that you were looking for in a leader. He disappointed me. I'm not going to lie to you, okay? He disappointed me. There's no doubt about it. Uh, he disappointed a lot of people in this town uh, on, on, again, again uh, getting involved in bribery uh, with, with all, all people, Pampy Byron. Uh, and, you know, again, he's a – you're talking about how ridiculous that was, looking back at it now. You're talking about a guy that grew up at the knee of, uh, of Jim Singleton with, with Bold and, of course, part of that political organization, which is an arch enemies with the Life Organization, which is the Morale Organization that, that Pampy Barre was involved in. And this guy's going to get in cahoots with Pampy Barre to be able to um, uh, make sure that Barre holds on uh, to some contracts for parking lots in the French Quarter. So, again, two political uh, 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 machines that, that are, are going against each other, and this guy's doing a deal with, with again, with again Pampy Barre. What did he think was going to happen? So, look, I, yes, very, very disappointed in, in, in Oliver Thomas. Yesterday it was reported that, again, former New Orleans City Council member, convicted felon, and current talk show host 
Oliver Thomas is now exploring the possibility of running for the District E Council seat. Now, I'll go back to for those that, again, don't remember. Thomas was convicted of bribery after rigging city, par- city parking lot contracts uh, for another convicted felon, Pampy Barre. Uh, he had to resign in disgrace in 2007 after the feds found he took $20,000 in bribes. He was sentenced to 37 months in prison. Okay, uh, Thomas, before he was, he was busted by the, um, uh, by, by the feds, uh, as I just mentioned, was a guy that was going to be the next mayor of New Orleans. There was no doubt about it. He was going to beat Ray Nagin in, the, in that election. Uh, it was, he was a shoo-in. Now, he claims the reason why he got involved in bribery was he had a gambling addiction that led to his bribes. So when you look at this, you say to yourself, wait, what? I mean, I said this back back then. That, that's an excuse? That's no excuse. Thomas is now act, asking voters of District E to forgive and forget him, even though he took, city, he took bribes for city contracts. Now, some are saying, wait a minute, how can he run for office? Well, the state of Louisiana allows a convicted felon to run for office five years after release from prison. And there are just so many layers here. First of all, the gambling addiction that, that led to him taking bribes. Look, I'm just going to say it quick. I'm a fat guy, okay? I love sweets. I'm addicted to sweets, okay? When I have lost the weight in my life, I've gone zero sugar, okay? Got away from sugar. So you don't want me working at Loretta's Pralines or at Hubic Pies because I'm probably going to eat their profits, all right? You don't give a bank robber a, a, a job at a bank. You don't give them the combination to the safe, do you? And, and you don't let a, a, a drug addict have access to a pharmacy. So why should you allow Oliver Thomas to have a second chance to give out city contracts? Look, let me say this. I'm all for convicted felons having a second chance. I have no issue with that. But in the case of getting a second chance to serve in political office after you previously ripped off the citizens by taking bribes, ah, that's a big no way for me. But that's just me. That's just me. And then you look at again how we got here. Look, politicians in Baton Rouge created a law that allows them to run for public office after being convicted from, uh, of a felon. Look, they did not exclude those that committed felonies while in office. I mean, fancy that, right? If an elected fi- official is convicted of corruption in office, in my opinion, they should be forbidden from ever holding public office again. We can forgive them for their transgressions, but we can never forget. And then it takes me to this. Has the lack of qualified candidates gotten so bad that we're, getting, we're really thinking about retreading public, former public officials that were convicted of taking bribes? I mean, th- seriously. Seriously. I mean, come on, District E. Come on, District E. I mean, you wonder why New Orleans, Ethan, and Ninth Ward are still trying to come back from Katrina? I mean, no one wonder no, why no one is willing to invest in the Ninth Ward and, and the East. And why now it's the killing fields of the city. Why? Because someone like Oliver Thomas, who has ripped us off, has polling numbers within that district that make him believe he can win the District E Council seat. I mean, we've got to be better than this. I mean, we just have to. I mean, we just have to. I mean, we got an elected mayor that still hasn't paid her back taxes. Everyone knew that, again, she had not paid her back taxes, and she still got elected. You got a current district attorney who's under federal indictment for tax evasion. Okay? And he got elected. 
Let that resonate for a moment. Under federal indictment for tax evasion, but still got elected. And now you want a former public official who was found guilty and pleaded guilty, did jail time, who took bribes for city contracts. And you want to put that person back in office? Again, this is nothing personal between me and Oliver Thomas. Okay? Am I still kind of hurt by what happened? No doubt. Dude sat right, dude sat more than one time right across from me on my radio show and, and put on again the Oliver Thomas show. And I was in it hook, line, and sinker. Okay, I thought he was, again, the next greatest thing since sliced bread. He was going to take this city, again, from the floodwaters of, of, of Katrina uh, to the prominence, of prominence once again that we were. Well, how wrong I was. How wrong I was. As an electorate, the people of this city, the people of, again, the surrounding suburbs and exurbs, we've got to make better choices for the future of this city. The future of this city depends on, again, having quality leadership, honest quality leadership that, that can lead us out of, again, uh, the, the situation we've been in, uh, again, in some cases since the 1960s, in, in other cases since, again, the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country, a.k.a. Hurricane Katrina, leaving it when what was left in its aftermath of the failure of the federal, federal levy system. Well, we're still trying to get ourselves out of this some 15 years later. Look, if Oliver Thomas truly loves New Orleans, he has a voice. He's got a voice for change on his radio show. Keep him behind the mic and keep him away from the city treasury. Let's not embarrass ourselves once again. When that came up yesterday, I got to tell you, I, I, it floored me. It floored me. Not, not that Oliver would want to run for office again because I always felt like he was going to try to run for office again. Look, I'm, I joked with friends in the past saying he's going to run for a council position. He's going to get on that council, and he's going to work his magic, and before you know it, he's going to be running for mayor. He's going to be, he's going to be a mayor in New Orleans. He's got that kind of charisma. People love Oliver Thomas. Oliver Thomas is a lovable guy. But he ripped us off. He took $20,000 in bribes to be able to give a city contract to a politically connected individual. That can be forgiven but never forgotten. You're going to give this guy a second chance now? A second chance to be able to, be able to go out and, again, uh, and be in charge of city contracts? No, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. No, thank you. There are other people in this city that either have never run for office but would like to be able to have an opportunity to serve or those that have served and served with distinction. Then they have to go backwards once again for an individual that already ripped us off. And the fact that, again, polling numbers tell him that he's got a shot here? He's got a shot? Man, I tell you what, that's sickening. We can do better. We can do much better than, again, a retread that's already ripped us off once. Hopefully the people of New Orleans East are, again, not, are not, are not going to be in a situation where they're going to embarrass themselves and the city of New Orleans by electing a, a, a convicted felon as their next city council member. Again, I can forgive, but I'll never forget. And neither should you. All right, we'll take a break. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Before you buy a system for your home or your business, think Burkhart. Burkhart will come out, sit down with you, do a consultation, and then you'll see how they work. Again, state-of-the-art equipment that will measure your home. 
uh, again, the, the choices that you have in terms of the top brands that, that again, they, uh, they are authorized to be able to sell. And then that service after the sale. Uh, but again, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before, before they come to your home. Making sure, again, that they get the job done right the first time. The installation, which, again, is flawless. Uh, again, treating your home like their home, cleaning up after themselves. Making sure the job is done right. All the reasons why you should give Burkhardt a shot. Sure, everybody's going to get prices. But before you sign that contract, call my friends at Burkhardt. See you again what the Burkhardt difference is all about. acpromise.com acpromise.com. Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Katie's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or delivery NOLA. Our wait staff will deliver to your door anywhere. Check out our world-famous menu at katiesinmidcity.com and then call now at 504-488-6582 and place your order. Curbside service is at Katie's at 3701 Iberville. Gift cards are available. Keep our staff employed. Order now at 488-6582. That's Katie's, 488-6582. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 5 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment. I'll go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say there, Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency. So we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. It's the new crawfish pot everyone's talking about. Now with high-performance cookers, you can bring your pot to a boil in just under seven minutes. Second sack, just under 90 seconds. Created by Todd Tunstall of Coming to Louisiana with the tunnel tube technology. Now even the worst crawfish cookers can pull off the best crawfish boils ever. Get yours now at Brandon's Appliances in A-Meat or Galvez Hardware in Prairieville. HP Cookers on Facebook or hpcookers.com. Tell them Scott Innes sent you in. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. I love my Charmin Super Mega Frozen. Sure. Yeah. Those last long, last long 
it's TP goals, yeah. Charmin's got six rows in one, lasts forever on my buns. Only super mega when I'm cleaning. Charmin's got my booty believing. Charmin's super mega roll is six regular rolls in one. Enjoy the go with Charmin. I'm Dr. Andrea Russo, a cardiologist. Maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now. But if you're having an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, don't wait. This could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation, which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you're having these symptoms, don't wait. Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thanks so much for being there. Uh, Sean Vazana, Fox 8 Sports, is reporting that the New Orleans Saints have signed their rookie class. I'm not sure how they did that. They needed about a about million dollars more in salary cap space. I'm not sure if they're cutting players or if they finally got a deal done with, again, one of the, uh, the big three, whether it be Ramshack, uh, uh, Lattimore, or, or Williams, uh, which is what we've been anticipating so that they can uh, uh, sign some uh, free agents, uh, maybe make a trade for a corner and sign their, their rookie class. Uh, but uh, he is, uh, he is uh, Sean, Sean Vazan is, uh, is reporting that, again, the, the, the rookie class has been signed. So stay tuned. We'll find out more about if there's going to be uh, any more corresponding moves that have to happen to get them under the cap. They were $350,000 under the cap today uh, before this, uh, this, this move. So we'll see how it plays out. Uh, Join us in the program now. He covers the Saints and, and also the LSU Tigers. Uh, for uh, USA Today Network, our good friend Glenn Gilbo. Glenn, how are you? Hey, Eric, how are you? You, you know what the Saints did. They, they borrowed some money from the Pelicans, man. <laughs> Pelicans don't have any money either. Ninth, ninth highest payroll uh, in, the, in the NBA, and uh, they were 31 and 41, couldn't even make the playoffs uh, in, 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 a, in a year where, again, 20 of the 30 teams make the playoffs. So they got no money either. <laughs> well, it's funny how some entities, when they need the money, they find the money. That's what LSU does. Yeah, and, and, and that's what the Saints do as well. I mean, again, we again, one, one thing that, look, you could criticize Loomis any way you want. You know, uh, and, look, I've been as critical as, as, as anybody with Loomis at times. Uh, but uh, there's nobody that can criticize him when it comes to the maneuverability of the cap. It's amazing what he was able to do during the Drew Brees era, and, yes, they're paying for it now in, in some form or fashion, but the thing that really hurt them, and you know this, Glenn, was the pandemic. If they don't have to go through the pandemic and, and again, have the, the shortage of revenue that the NFL had, you best believe that they wouldn't have had as many losses uh, on this roster this year as they, as, as they had because of, again, the depressed revenue for the NFL. Yeah, he does do a good job with that. And if, you know, if this whole NFL thing doesn't work out for him, he could be a personal finance guy. 
<laughs> no doubt. <laughs> you know, again, remember that's when he started off. When he when he was with the exactly. Seattle Seahawks, he was in the front office and he was he was he was on the financial side. Right. Exactly. Kind of a capologist. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. At it. And uh, he's look. He's been he's been one of the. Uh, I mean, I know every team believes their capologist is among the best. But when you see what he's been able to do with, with, with the cap during his time here in New Orleans, you just got to tip your cap to him. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, and, they, and for the most part, they pay the money to the right people and don't overpay uh, players who don't deserve it, with some exceptions, obviously. But for the most part, they're pretty good at that. Yeah, and look, I mean, look, he, he'll be the first – look, Everybody knows he's not making a lot of personnel decisions. Is he in the room when they're making the decision? Uh, there's no doubt about it. But again, that that is that is Peyton, uh, and that's that's the you know, again uh, Ireland and, and and some of the other guys that are involved in in pro personnel and college personnel. Uh, but uh, look, I'll be honest with you. When he first came to New Orleans, I didn't think he was going to last. I thought again the way Benson had a revolving door with that front office, I thought he'd be gone in a few years. Uh, he has been. Uh, he has. Uh, he's got to. He's got to be the longest tenured individual uh, in, in that facility, in, in, in uh, at least in upper management. I think so, and I, I was like you. I, I think his, really in his years before Peyton, I was not impressed at all with him. I didn't think he deserved the job, um, and and really in his early years, he didn't really respect the city. I mean, they, he was one of the ones that wanted to move. Uh, as did Benson, uh, pretty right. much. But uh, I, I think Mickey was—he learned on the job, and then he was obviously greatly helped by having a, a great coach in Sean Payton. He, he, you know, he wouldn't oh. have lasted with Hazlitt or some other coach. You know, no, uh, I agree. Payton really kind of made him. Yep, and, and to your point, look, and you're you're 100 accurate on what you're saying. I know from from again those in inside again, uh, I mean inside inside that organization. Uh, that when they were they were planning these moves, whether it be to Mississippi uh, or again uh, maybe out maybe out west or San Antonio, this is again pre Katrina when when they were having all the discussions about the dome not being be, uh, good enough. Uh, one of the things that Loomis brought with him from Seattle was the plan to move to Los Angeles. If you remember, Seattle back then was was thinking about a an exit plan. Their owner wanted to move to Los Angeles. There was a talk about moving this team to Los Angeles. Thankfully, none of that ended up happening. And of course, Katrina happens and it changes everything. With again the reworking of the stadium and and the, and, the, and again fans going out there and buying buying season tickets uh, and selling out the dome. And of course. Also, um, the arrival of Drew Brees and Sean Payton, which turned the fortunes around to this to this team, and you know they're they're New Orleans team forever now. No question, no question. Could, could tr- people forget that they were trying to move the team before Katrina? Yep. And then Benson tried to move the team again after Katrina, the whole San San Antonio sham. But but Loomis was trying to he he wanted to move uh, before Katrina. So in a way, Katrina really kept the Saints in New Orleans because Tagliabue kind of took over the team in a way. I mean, he started mm-hmm. – he, he, he sent people to help the Saints. There, there was a, uh, a general management team he got from around the NFL to help the Saints with their marketing. I remember that specifically because their marketing was horrible before uh, Sean Payton came in. And, and, and really briefly, Tagliabue kind of just kind of watched over the team for a while, and that, that really helped, and they started hiring better people in the front office. Well, Glenn, I know you remember this. I remember clear to this day. Uh, Arnie Filco going to 
when he was the vice president of New Orleans Saints, going to all these um, uh, businesses and having them buying up tickets uh, so, again, that the game could be, uh, could, the blackout could be lifted and they could have a sellout. And this seemed to be able to happen every single week. John Georges was one of the guys that really kind of led the charge on the, on the business community of buying up all those tickets. But, again, they couldn't get the, the, the dome sold out. They literally had to go to business yeah. to get the business to buy the tickets. Derek. So, that, so, you yeah. know, so, again, this was a different time during, during for the Saints before Katrina. Oh, no question. And I, mean, I didn't know we were going to talk about this, but I remember going to a meeting with business leaders in Baton Rouge after Katrina that Rita Benson LeBlanc went to, and it was obvious. She didn't think it was going to work in New Orleans at the time. She was ready to move to San Antonio mm-hmm. as well. This was like within a few months after Katrina, and, and they did not want to stay in New Orleans. Tagliabue really made them make it work. Yes. He really did. He, he is the hero, and there were some other people too. But it was mainly Tagliabue. Yeah, the, the the Benson ownership group. Now, look. First of all, we give Benson Tom has a tremendous amount of credit because again, both of us go back to uh, Bum Phillips, John Meekham getting out of the helicopter at at uh, in the Gator Bowl in Jacksonville, and the possibility of that team moving to Jacksonville before Tom Benson, who again most people in this town didn't even know existed, other than they had, again there were some car dealerships, ends up coming in, gets his Texas partners involved, some New Orleans partners, and buys the team and saves the team here in New Orleans. Uh, but that doesn't excuse the fact of what went on, again, right before Katrina, uh, where, again, they're trying to move the team, trying to get a new stadium. The Dome's not good enough. Uh, and then, of course, what happened afterwards. And I think, again, they, they underestimated the love uh, for the Saints for the Saints here in New Orleans when it came, uh, pushed came to shove and the possibility of losing this franchise. Right, and they underestimated how much the NFL front office valued yes. New Orleans as a city in the NFL and as a Super Bowl city. And I tell you, who convinced Tom Benson in 1985 that he could make money by owning the Saints was Edwin Edwards. Yep, no it was. About that. No question he, about uh, that. And and he because he, he didn't want the team uh, to leave either. But, yeah, uh, remember yeah. the Pritzkers up in Chicago were supposed to buy the team. Edwards had, had, had made a deal uh, to get them to come in and buy it from Meekum, and then at the, at the 11th hour, that, that just fizzled. And thankfully, it was somebody from, from New Orleans that ended up buying that. And then you go full circle to, again, after his death, and now with Gail Benson in charge. You know, Gail Benson's already professed that, again, between the Pelicans and the Saints, they're not moving as long as she's alive. So, again, there's a comfort level now with the fan base on both of those franchises being here in New Orleans when, again, there's still whispers around the country of maybe the Pelicans belong in another, another market. Again, there's no more whisper about the Saints, but there was for a long time about the Saints maybe moving out of New Orleans. Right, right. And, you know, and I don't think the Pelicans moving would be nearly the uh, cultural shock no. to, uh, to the city that, that the Saints would. It's, it's not even close. No doubt about it. Let, let, let's shift gears. Let's talk, let's, let's, let's talk some LSU Tiger baseball. I asked this to Brian Lazar a little bit earlier. I'd like to get your take. When, when you were breaking this team down in the preseason, uh, did you imagine that this team could go into Eugene, come out of the loser's bracket, and, 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 and win that, that particular regional? That this was a team that was capable of doing that? Uh what you mean when the SEC tournament was over when they got no the no when when this when the season started okay oh, way back when the season started, started did you did oh, you think this team had a chance started, to do this uh, when the season started I I thought LSU would have the type team that would host the regional uh, because they had the number one recruiting class uh, you know that we're beginning to see the you know the the, the benefit of now 
But, no, I, I thought they would be much better, and I, I thought the uh, starting pitching would be much better. You know, I thought Jaden Hill would, would not have the injury problem. He was lost for the year. But, no, I, I thought they would be more of a uh, contender going into the season, for sure. As you've seen this team this team traverse the season, um, I mean, I think it's, it's pretty amazing based on what I saw through the season and what they did in Eugene. It's, it's almost in a complete about-face. Uh, do you agree with that? And, and, and if you do or don't, give us your synopsis of, again, what changed? What, what turned this team around? Well, uh, the, the Gannett papers, uh, we picked every regional and super regional before regional play started last week. And I picked LSU to, to win the Eugene regional wow. because, um, because once you leave the SEC, it, it becomes – much, much easier. The competition is not nearly as good. You know, I mean, so there was really only one team I thought that could beat LSU twice was uh, was Oregon, and I, I knew they could play with Oregon, and the other two teams were not much. So Gonzaga, like many small mid-levels, you got one pitcher, they can win a game in a regional. But, uh, no, I thought LSU could win the regional because of the uh, <clears throat> movement of Mikhail Hilliard. They, they went in at the end of the season, they had two good starting pitchers, Landon Marceau and Mikhail Hilliard. That's why they won, you know, three of their last four SEC series. And the uh, the freshmen like Trey Morgan and Dylan Cruz, they started coming around more. So, yeah, I thought they could win the regional. I did. Of course, there was a big loss with Jaden Hill going out early, right? Yeah. Yeah, now, he, he never quite lived up to the potential he had, but mm-hmm. he was never healthy either. But, but that, was, that was a big loss, and, and A.J. Uh, LeBau has, has been right. kind of a disappointment this year. Um, and, uh, you know, some of the uh, other pitchers didn't develop, but they're, they're definitely developing now. <laughs> you know, I yeah. mean, suddenly he's got a lot of pitching options. But, uh, I mean, Dylan Cruz and, and Trey Morgan, uh, there's not many players better than those two guys. Uh, and whoever this new coach is, uh, is going to get a lot of good young players. That Paul oh, and, and battle-tested now, right? I mean, when you oh, do what you did right. in Eugene this weekend, you are battle-tested. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, that's the first road regional they've won since 1989 when they went to College Station. And, and uh, you know, the, uh, the way they won, they started hitting early. They, the last four games they scored in the first inning. They hadn't done that all year. They won three games in a weekend for the first time since uh, SEC play started. And, uh, you know, they got good bullpen pitching, and they they got, uh, you know, three or four quality starts. They won four straight elimination games. I mean, it, it was an amazing thing to see. It really was. Uh, and I, I mentioned this on social media last night. They went from unwatchable on Friday, okay, what a four-hit shutout uh, uh, by, by Jacob to – Edge of your seat, nerve-wracking again, uh, euphoria of victory, uh, beating Oregon twice uh, to be able to get the championship of the regional on Monday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, it's something that people forget when they watch baseball. You know, a small school like Gonzaga, they can have one good pitcher. And I sure. Forget, I'm not covering Alabama years ago. Their, their opening team was, was Winthrop. And Jim Wells, Skip Berman clone, said, hey, Hey, Winthrop's like a lot of schools named Winthrop with names like Winthrop. They got one good starting pitcher. And sure enough, Alabama got beat by Winthrop, and, but then they advanced and from, from, from after that. But, but that happens. And, and Maneri made a good point yesterday. He said, uh, 
you know, when, you, when you're not hitting a pitcher, sometimes it looks like you're not trying. And, and people overreact, you know, and say, oh, they're, they're just mailing it in. No, they, they couldn't figure out that pitcher. That was a weird pitcher. He had a weird motion. He hit the ball. He kept LSU off balance. He was changing speeds. You know, that just messed them up. And then as you get into a regional, you know, second and third game, you're not facing good pitching, you know, and, and you're, not, you're definitely not facing the type pitching you faced all year in the SEC. That, that's why – all SEC teams, once they get into NCAA regional play, they got a chance because it's likely there's nobody they're going to play that's better than what they played all year. Let's put a bow on on the uh, on the uh, Eugene region. One one thing I talked about last, and I talked about it on the show today, that again, uh, maybe you can second guess him a little bit on how he used his pitchers last night. Maybe go with Hilliard a little longer, Helmers a little longer, but but overall it worked out. Even even again, Marceau at the end. Not no sitting in, in 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 the wings. It ended up working out for him, and of course, some timely hitting. And you know, with the exception of really the Thompson uh, era, played pretty decent in the field as well. Your your thoughts on that on that championship game and how Maneri handled the pitching staff all the way down? Yeah, I, I, whenever a guy pitches a good inning like Mikhail Hilliard did in the first inning, even if you're just looking at him as an opener, you got to bring him out in the second inning. That's you know, what I felt I, too. I, I I, I just I didn't like that, but uh, you know he had a plan and he stuck with it. And you know he he knew that that Oregon was did not have a great pitcher, you know. So so he he thought he was going to score. Um, and I mean you know Drew Drew Bianco is just coming to the forefront. You know that that's yep. what these veteran players do this time. Of year. I mean Drew Bianco was catching balls in the outfield like Andrew Stevenson, you know, and he's he's hitting the ball now. And Cruz is coming around, and, and and Trey Morgan, but uh, no, I, I thought uh, you know, and Maneri used a similar strategy when he won one of the games at A and M. He pitched about mm-hmm. sixty guys in, in in one of those games, so uh, he's he's done that before, and it's it's worked twice for him now. And uh, you know, the Oregon team, the pressure got to him. That's what happened on that box. You know, that 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 pitcher, yeah. the, the moment was too big for him. Because as soon as LSU won Sunday night, the pressure was on the big home seed. And that was that was a weird uh, scenario there. Real, real. Uh, when, when again, constantly, you know, they, they had uh, Bianca. Who was on the? On, it was uh, who was on first Drew base was on then? First. Drew was on, Drew right. was on first. And, and 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 kept throwing it first. And I'm thinking to myself, why are they doing that? There's no oh, chance. No, no, wait. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I think was no, Beloso on first. Yeah, yeah, it was Beloso. Beloso was on first. Yeah, who takes a one inch lead? Yeah. He, he hasn't stole the base all year. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, and and you could you could just tell right away the pitcher was confused, and and then he just he he balked. But you know what? They would have won anyway, I think, because the next guy, Gordon Thompson, got a hit anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I think they would have scored. You know, gotten the ninth run anyway, because they were hot, and that, and that guy was starting to lose it. All right, it was early March. It was late March. There was a three-game series at Tennessee. Uh, again, they had the, uh, the the rain-shortened game. They had to go back and, and play the next day, uh, but they got swept by Tennessee in in in, uh, in Knoxville. Uh, give me your synopsis on Tennessee, and what do you think happens this weekend? Well, um, you know LSU played some tough games out there. They were one strike away from winning the the second game out there uh, in in the ninth. And then they lost in the eleventh on a uh, walk-off home run, and then they got walked. They got walked off uh, on, on a single again. In fact, Maneri was was still smarting about 
pet series in his retirement announcement because that we asked him what he's going to miss. He said, well, I'm not going to miss walk-offs at Tennessee, and now he's going back to Tennessee. <laughs> uh, but I bet, I bet you never thought he'd be back in, uh, in Knoxville. But LSU's a much better team than, than they were in, uh, in mid-March. I mean, he's got right. more pitching options. He's got some hitters that are really coming around. And um, but Tennessee's better too. I mean, this is a great team. They they hit five home runs in in their opener uh, in the regional. Now they didn't play anybody in the in the regional because they're number three national seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they you know they're playing Wright State and Liberty. Yeah. Um, but but this is this is a great team. Uh, and and I would not you know I'm not going to pick LSU to win the super regional, but I'm going to watch it uh, because you know. It's just a three-game series. Right. Sometimes the best team doesn't win these things, you know. It's true. And they got two, two or three good starting pitchers, and they got a heck of a bullpen, so they're going to have a chance. I mean, I think they're definitely going to win one game. I mean, I think Marceau is probably going to win on Sunday, so I think they'll hold him to Sunday, and then, then you right. make it to Monday. I mean, it's anybody's chance. Anybody's game, then, no doubt about it. Yeah. Glenn, what you writing sure. about this week? Well, we, we uh, just posted it on LSU Beat Tweet USA Today, ran my uh, Warren Morris anniversary feature, which uh, was 25 years ago today at 3.29 p.m. He hit the home run, June 8, mm. 1996. Yep. And, um, and what was so cool was, you know, LSU's game last night lasted until about 12.20 a.m. So they won that game 9-8 to on June 8, 2021. When LSU beat Miami on the Morris home run, it was also nine to eight. And guess who tweeted me telling me that at twelve thirty a.m. last night was Warren. Who would Morris. that be? Warren Morris. Warren Morris. Sure was. Oh yeah, he that's sure a, that's a great story. That is a great yeah. story. Yeah, and that's that's in the story that's on uh, usatoday.com right now in the uh, in the advertiser.com. But um, no, I've been writing about baseball. Been talking to Paul Maneri's. Uh, wife Karen from New Orleans and his brothers and uh, one of his best buddies for a big feature we're going to run on Paul as soon as he loses, which uh, he yep. might not for a while. Let's hope not. Let's hope he's in, uh, no, Look, as last question for you here. I'm sorry, as soon as he's eliminated. As soon, yeah, as soon as they're eliminated. Last question for you. Can the Minari factor carry this team to the College World Series? Well, I think it's definitely helping, but I think the real thing that's that's helping LSU is Maneri's teams get better late in the season. He just waited real late this season, but his teams tend to get better as the season goes on because he's a heck of a coach. He always has been. And I think the other thing that's helping him, you know, I think the emotions and, and uh, you know, the team lightened up after the announcement. I think they all feel better. But I think the main thing is when you combine getting out of the SEC and Young players getting better, and Maneri's teams getting better. That, that's why they're winning, because they got out of the SEC. Now, yep. unfortunately, they got to go back into the SEC for the Super Regional. But they're a better team. They're confident. I think Dylan Cruz and Gavin Duga and Trey Morgan, I mean, those three guys, if you just get two of them on, that, that can carry a team. So they're, they're just really at the high point right now. Yep, no doubt. Exciting times, no doubt about it. Glenn, we'll talk about it next week. Thanks so much for joining us as always at LSU B-Tweet. Have a great week, bud. Okay, thank you. That's uh, Glenn Gilbo, USA Today Network. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back. 
The TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie, is open during the coronavirus shutdown. The TikTok Cafe is offering our menu by way of curbside to go service. Call the TikTok Cafe now at 504-834-6272 and get around the clock burger special. Breakfast or lunch plate. TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie. Place your order now at 834-6272. That's 834-6272. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 37. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Find Dad the perfect gift at Macy's Friends and Family, just in time for Father's Day. Use your coupon or Macy's card and get an extra 30% off brands that rarely go on sale, like Armani Exchange and more. And get 15% off cologne and grooming he'll love. Or shop specials on gifts, like 60% off barware from 30 Stone. Now at Macy's. Plus, Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. All hit all the time. Let's go commercial free. Even though saying we're going commercial free is technically a commercial for this station. When I say commercial free, I mean no commercials from our sponsors. But saying that is still a commercial of sorts, just to be clear. Okay, now I'm confused. Let's go commercial free. Except for this message about how we're going commercial free. Maybe commercials about going commercial free just need a Snickers. Snickers satisfies. It's the crawfish pot everyone's talking about. Now with high-performance cookers, you can bring your pot to a boil in just under seven minutes. Second sack, just under 90 seconds. Created by Todd Tunstall of Covington, Louisiana, with the tunnel tube technology. Now even the worst crawfish cookers can pull off the best crawfish boils ever. Get yours now at Brandon's Appliances in Meat or along the North Shore at Clearwater Pools. Check them out at hpcookers.com or hpcookers on Facebook. Tell them Scott Ennis sent you in. 
right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for joining us. I want to thank Brian Lazar, Tiger Bay, Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network. I want to thank Rudy back at Studio Producing. Thank all of our fantastic sponsors uh, for sponsoring our program. You go to ericasher.com, the slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. Click on the icon, it'll take you right to the website, tell you everything you know about our sponsors. And thank you for supporting those sponsors. Certainly appreciate it. Uh, Jude Young is coming up next on All Access, so stick around here uh, for that. And, of course, he'll join me also on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week as well. It's been a blast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Remember, the podcast will be on our anchor and all of our uh, major podcasting platforms. Until tomorrow, straight up 4 o'clock. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go. I want y'all to already